1: The vision of Emmanuel Church is to help rewrite the story of Craigavon, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the kingdom of God. The last few years have been disorientating to say the least. Our generation is facing some of the biggest cultural challenges in decades. As we navigate post-COVID world, political systems are broken, economies are failing, our communities are fractured and many people are lost. Hope is in short supply. Yet it's these types of moments in history where God breaks in stirring up a remnant of his people with holy passion to see the glory of the Lord manifested on the earth. The Church of Jesus Christ should be a community of people who carry and embody a vision and imagination of another reality breaking into this world, the hopeful, compelling reality of the kingdom of God. And so as we step into 2023, we do so with holy ambition to see the vision God has given us fulfilled. As a leadership, we've listened to our fellow elders, our staff, and you, our church family. Prayerfully, we've discerned a step forward structured under our six long-term aims, which we believe will help us and shape us in the vision God has given us to be fulfilled. That vision to rewrite the story of Kyrgyzstan, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the kingdom of God.
0: Number one, posture and prepare ourselves to help steward a move of God's spirit in Ireland.
2: To see 24-7 night and day of prayer happening across our churches to grow as a national hotspot of prayer and worship and to spearhead a movement of intercession
3: in
4: Ireland.
5: To partner with other churches to host an All-Ireland Festival called Nuia It is our desire that over the next decade, we will gather with thousands of people from all ages to contend for a great awakening across this island.
0: Number two, create a culture of radical discipleship that releases a movement of people fulfilling the Great Commission.
6: To establish a disciple-making culture, Disciples making disciples, commissioning everyone to join Jesus in mission, both across the street and across the nations.
0: Develop a pathway to wholeness and freedom, which integrates biblical teaching, prayer ministry, deliverance and professional counseling in order to see thousands set free. To embed a shared set of life rhythms in the heart of our church community, inspiring the whole family towards ever increasing Christ-likeness. Number three. Build a mature, thriving local resource church.
2: The establishment of Emmanuel Portadown in a new building, maturing Emmanuel Church Lurgan and Portadown as an apostolic hub in our city and Ireland, while hosting people from the nations where they will be inspired and equipped.
0: Together we want to invest in our current generation of kids and youth, discipling them in radical obedience to Christ through all of our environments.
2: To establish a consistent and clear gospel advancing strategy to win the loss of our city, witnessing people coming to Jesus
1: on a daily basis.
0: Number four, release an apostolic movement of church plants around Ireland.
1: To plant 10 new churches throughout Ireland over the next 10 years.
0: We have a dream of a strong, established, thriving resource church in the south of Ireland. Number five, conceive and implement city-wide transformation initiatives for the Craigavon area.
2: To develop our facilities as more than a functional space, becoming a place to dwell, a place of connection, great coffee and authentic life-giving community.
5: To grow
0: as a recognised centre of excellence for well-being in our community, providing both practical support at the point of need and empowerment to encourage people to thrive in life. To become a centre for community education and vocational learning equipping people with qualifications and experience to develop a career, an area of creative expression or the skills to transform their community.
2: In addition to what happens in our buildings, Citywide Transformation is about the everyone, every day, everywhere expression of our faith as we see our communities transformed. Therefore, we will seek to empower more people from our church to make a difference where God has placed them in business schools sports clubs and neighborhoods we will also develop strategic opportunities to partner with other organizations to serve our local community and see our area transformed with the love of jesus
0: number six train and release leaders through a mature leadership development pipeline
3: to establish a high-level leadership development pathway aimed at raising up local church leaders church planters and kingdom entrepreneurs and to mobilize them throughout the nations.
0: To establish a distinct culture of spiritual mothering and fathering throughout the whole body so that intergenerational learning and formation can take place.
1: The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. And so may the spirit give us the courage to lean forward together into all that God has for us. And in doing so, see the inbreaking of the kingdom of God and welcome many into his family.
5: So I really hope that excites you. I hope you feel that you can be part of that. That is our twenty twenty our twenty thirty vision, if I can get it right in my head. And so um and maybe you're watching that and you're thinking that is a lot, that feels like a deluge of information and um, lots to be getting on with. And so what we're going to do now is we've been joined by these three lovely looking lads here. We're going to unpack this a little bit more. We're going to grind it a little bit more. What does that look like for us here in Lurgan? What does that look like for next week, next month, next year? What does that look like now that we're not just all thinking 20, 20 30? 2030 is really hard to say, 2030, but we're actually grounding it now in in our everyday lives. And so I'm gonna interview these guys a little bit to unpack that video for you to meet what does this actually look like for us right here, right now in Lurgan. Plus, I've always fancied myself as a bit of a chat show host, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two back-to-back You've maternity got all the leaves. All
3: compliments go in there, so yeah. it's all yeah. good. Oh you yeah. in well.
5: <laughs> two back-to-back maternity leaves. I've watched watched a lot of morning TV, so I have <laughs> so I um, picked up a few tips um along the way. But um. Before we get delve into all that video was, um, our whole attitude this morning is starting with thankfulness, and so I think it's also good to always take stock before we move forward. I think sometimes we can always feel like fast paced and going, and so before we jump into um, the vision and twenty thirty vision, um, what was your biggest highlight of twenty twenty two?
3: Biggest highlight of twenty twenty two? I think the general feel was just loving having everything back together and people back together you know Mm. so it felt like we were just doing this properly again and it was just really nice that you could come and squeeze into a row beside someone in church you know and and just all feel compact again i just think that was brilliant and there's been quite a few bits and pieces that you just could stand out but I think the one for me is that in um, I think around March time, about my calendar, <laughs> I'm not great at that. And um, we brought Jilly and McCullough onto onto staff, and I think looking back, that's one of my biggest highlights. It's probably not one of the big glamorous ones where we've hundreds of people in a room, and it's, but it's something that is creating fundamental change for us as a church family, and supporting and empowering us. Um, uh, Jilly has taken on the coordination of all of our pastoral care and just the, the changes. And we've, we've had a great legacy of, of just caring and looking after each other. And as we've grown, Jelly stepped in to really help um, stand on the, the, the shoulders of some giants that have established that. So we're really thankful for that.
5: Great. What about you, Dave?
6: Um, yeah, I suppose for me, yeah, the pastoral part was really great with jelly coming on and even the help she's brought to life groups as well. But if I reflect, even like Rick's right, there's just been so many things, like having people back together, getting the prayer room backing up again, that it wasn't just a storeroom <laughs> was a great thing and just seeing the heart of prayer coming back into the church. But a couple of highlights for me from the year were, um, when Jonathan Conrath was over, I suppose the whole the whole time was great, but the Friday night particularly with the young people, I was, I was here just with a few of the other leaders, just praying, but sitting at the back watching as the spirit moved on people and seeing a large number of young people respond and give their lives to jesus some for the first time Mm -hmm. some just moving that for me was just it was one of those wow come on god moments and then probably just even for all of us as a church family just it was the first time in years we got to do it um the big church serve where we got to do that in the shankill area and so for me it was just seeing again the essence of family together but seeing god doing things in us Mm -hmm. And through us as a church family, that was a great highlight and success for me me in 2022.
2: Yeah, just endorsing that, I suppose we're we're all loving the fact that Jilly is um, now helping us with pastoral care. I think that's been a huge plus for the three of us, um, probably none less than me. Um, It's just been lovely to have her in that role i think a couple of things uh, i love getting back together again you know even last year there was bits and pieces of that and people were still quite afraid and stuff so as rick rightfully says people squeezing into a row and all of that and being able to hug again is really good fun and um the i think one of one of my high, one of my many highlights just i was thinking about this when i was trying to hone them down was the night people started putting names in the basket. That was one of the most incredible moments I think I've ever had, because it was, a, it was a, literally a where well you think in your feet. It was just an idea. It wasn't pre-planned. It was an idea in the front row. Well, maybe the next song will just get people to come and write their names in the little cards, and just to watch people queue for maybe over 30 minutes. And now over 800 names in that basket. That was the most incredible thing. And I love that. I love, like, it's like, it reminds me of Sunday morning. Like, one of my favorite times in Sunday morning is when I sit there and watch people come for communion. It is just, um, I think that was just, that was a really special time. And I think it had a, it was because it had such a definitive purpose. You know, it was like, um, and the fact that we've been praying on Thursday mornings and half six for those names has been, it's just been a real thin place, yeah.
5: Yeah. Before we move on to the next question, can we just take a moment to realize that we're led by three men whose biggest achievements and, and memories this year are people being cared for through pastoral care, salvations in youth groups on Friday nights, waking it up at 6.30 on a Thursday morning to come and pray. I think it's an absolute privilege. They're not talking about big stages that they've stood on, conferences that you've hosted. There's lots of things that these men could not boast about or tell us about that were highlights of the year, but yet they've chose the bread and butter of what it means to be the church, salvations, pastoral care, seeing lives changed. You know, I just think that's an absolute privilege. And so thank you for leading us in a way that is so humble and so lovely that that's your highlights of the year that has gone by. And as we look forward, that video had lots in it, didn't it? I'm sure you're still trying to all process it. We were in the video, we're still trying to process it all too. Um, But if you could choose a point or a couple of points from it, what excites you most about that, Dave? What about that video are you thinking, that's what I'm really, really excited for?
6: Um, well, obviously, if, in terms of discipleship, which I'll touch on later on with it, that's the big part no, for me. you're not talking about discipleship. Yeah, I will. <laughs> of course, I'm going to. Uh, really excites me just with a lot of the different things we might be able to implement going forward. But in terms of, in the imagination of where it could go, obviously, if this is a 2030, I got it the first time, 2030, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, right, it is Dave. hard. All right, okay. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> 2030 uh, vision. I suppose the imagination, there was one of the words that Chris spoke about under that fifth um, practice or the fifth long-term aim of you know, conceive and implement a citywide transformation initiative was around, he, he mentioned, it was just this word that he said it was creating a place to dwell. And and I suppose for me, while I don't, I don't feel that it's gonna be something that's gonna happen immediately, like, but we've, this has been something we've chatted about for years, and we're already doing it in essence, a lot of it, you know, as a center of hope all those sorts of things, but how we could potentially, between now and 2030, uh, even re- reconstruct, reconfigure parts of our building that creates more of a sense of a dwell space. Like uh, I know some of the words that you've used, Rick, around a living room feel, you know, for people from our community church to be together more regularly through the week, that this is a place where they come to to be able to experience. I you know God places the lonely in families, places them in family homes. So like that's where my imagination is. Like I can't wait to see what God does and all us to do in and through that. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I was thinking, you know, that it, it's all kind of surreal. Like I was thinking, st- stand or sitting and stand beside you this morning. Like it, it was probably about twenty-three years ago that you walked into.
5: Don't get my age, away, I <laughs>
2: <laughs> That that you walked into the farm where when we met in the farm. And the journey that we've been on and it's kind of surreal that you now think you know there's two um, two churches that are like creating apostolic hubs um under the banner of emmanuel church mm-hmm. is pretty incredible and it's almost as i say a little bit surreal that was our third long-term aim that i spoke on and i sometimes think how did this happen you know because None of us are really smart enough, <laughs> so it sort of has, you begin to realise it has to be God, and and I think everything in that fifth long term aim that um, Nicola and Chris spoke on around justice, compassion, all of that stuff, citywide transformation, just does light light my fire. So yeah,
3: yeah, I think I think like it's it's probably not uh, all this excites me if I'm honest, but but you're sort of sit and go and God for such a time as this um, Nicola has headed up our, our compassion ministry has worked tirelessly with her team and are continually figuring out and mm-hmm. and how to improve it, how, to, how to do this in a way that actually helps and empowers people and have been working really hard at that and then it just feels like it's a bit of a moment when you look at everything that's going on around us and um, when you look at what people are predicting <laughs> it's for such a time as, as this that God has this in place. And yes, we do need more resource in it and we need more people and we need more staff and all of that stuff, but yet God has established something that right now is meeting a, a, a need. And we're just really, really thankful for that and thankful for the way that, that they do that as well, you know, because it's not just that they want to meet a need, but actually they want to see people's lives and eternity is transformed, and we have been seeing already this year, there are stories of people that have came because of a need, and yet they've left with Jesus, and that's just, that's amazing, and that's beautiful, and I think that we just, the moment that we're in, that God has us prepped and primed with really Mm -hmm. skilled, gifted people who are able to step in and and help at the point of that need is is massive.
5: And I know that we could go on and on. Lots of points in that were really, really exciting. But um, thank you for sharing the ones that stand out for you. And um, we realise that this is a big vision, 2030. It's lots going on. You watch something think how to us and Lurgan make all of that happen and as Rick said we do we need more resource in lots of different areas and one of those areas was people and in leadership and as you know we excitedly announced a while ago that Rick is coming he's already an elder of this church already working in some capacity but it's coming on now as a lead pastor and I personally think that is really really exciting and one of my highlights for 2020
3: 20 <laughs> I love it I love uh, this yeah. Yeah. Uh, love I the year.
5: but um and that makes a massive shift for us as a staff team, as you guys, as a lead team. And so, um, Phil, what does that look like? What does that mean for you for Rick coming on board? That's,
2: that's awful. It's um, <laughs> 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 well, it was... Um, <laughs> sorry, couldn't resist that. It has been incredible, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, uh, I've known Rick literally all his life. I've known him from he was born. Um, and um, it's been... I, I just think, you know, the journey over the years and now where we're at is pretty incredible. It's been a big blessing. I know I can speak on behalf of Dave, too. Yeah. You know, we we have felt the blessing of this. We've felt the increase of... Um, Rick, Rick is, is very pastoral, but he's very strategic, yeah. which um, sometimes it, it sort of... Our, our weakness, <laughs> sorry. That's <laughs> our little No, weakness. it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving to need all the time and moving towards people all the time, it's just lovely to have that. And in a church of five or 600 adults, you know, we need this. We've got Tabar, we have 13 churches who connect to us, um, which... All three of us sit on the board of that mm-hmm. and are involved in helping in some shape or form. We have Nua that Tash talked about the festival, which we'll all be involved in. We have the Tabar conference, so and our our first long-term aim was to um, is to posture and prepare ourselves to help steer the move of God in 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 the island in Ireland. And so we just need all the help we can get. And um, as a, in a church our size, it's been great. So Rick, it's
6: been brilliant. I suppose for for me personally, I I now feel like the lead pastor. I feel a bit left out because I'm the only one that isn't bald. Out of out of the lead. We could fix that. We fix it. Up. We time we'll fix it yeah, maybe fix one. Yeah, but I, I I totally agree with Phil. Just Rick's strategic mind, his attention to detail. I mean, I even said this to you guys this morning, sitting in the front row. This is the first vision Sunday we've ever been presented with these clipboards and Documents yeah. that Rick handed us this yeah. morning. So, um, it it I, like I've told Rick, you what to say. Rick says he's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rick says to say he is really good and very special. I, uh, I, I think for all of us though, and um, for us as a church family, this, this for me, like the words that I just said down here for me, I just feel that it potentially allows us to bring a sense of increase, and hopefully see things flourish. I mean, our roles while like we've been chatting about this together and even with the board around while there'll be specific focuses that we'll take responsibility for. Like Phil will still carry heavily the role in around pastoral care and teaching. He's done an incredible job with that, but we all get to play a part in that now, stepping into that more and more, which I'm excited about. I'm going to continue just to just beat the drum around discipleship and all just lots of new things we're trying to do with that, but we get to play the part in that more. The reason why that is is because rick now he gets to i get to release a lot more of the staffing responsibilities which we'll still carry together but rick picking up the main r- role in that which then gets to release all of it so again just for me for us as a church family this is for us <laughs> it's it's a gift for all of us and yeah. so these those words increase in a sense of flourish is my expectation and hope for what lies ahead
3: yeah and i think it's really i think it's really important to whenever change comes and bits of transition happen every, we can all start to get a little bit nervous and feel like we're going to get caught Are there curveballs coming and all of that and um, we just want to clearly reiterate to the best of our knowledge phil is not going anywhere anytime soon so please everybody relax okay um, we know that whenever you notice it we whenever you hear these sort of bits and pieces and change and you're like you're trying to preempt and pre-guess here What are all of these moves meaning? Um, At the moment, it is that we are a big enough church that actually we need this level of of leadership to to be happening. uh, We're not naive and stupid enough not to think about the the next season that's coming in, in terms of transition, you know, and we want to and um, Phil has been brilliant and wanting to step all of that out wisely but there is nothing immediate in any of that you know yeah. that is a that is part of the the long the, the longer term you know so it's just we don't want you to think that we're we're being silly and sort of blindly walking into the dark but also that yeah there's there's no curveballs sitting and if there's curveballs they'll there'll be curveballs to all of us so uh, so and um, please I suppose maybe relaxing that we're excited about the space that this creates you know um, we've we've chatted around the, the excitement of, of the bit of space that it does in the working and almost even fulfilling getting primed and ready for the next season as well over this next year so uh, yeah we're trying to be just as honest and open as we we can yeah. in this moment and um, with it all
5: can i say from someone who obviously sees the behind the scenes every day that this is working well and really well and mm. the meetings and the conversations and the staff team we are all celebrating this change and um transition that has happened so um please do um be supporting these guys in this next season it's also really key to be praying for rick in the next week this is his last few days with reach which um rick has pioneered and has you know really contended for for many many years and so um as much as it, you're excited about coming aboard that's also a big change and there's lots of um emotion and all just, attached a, few emotions, just yes. a few emotions just a few emotions attached to that but it'd be really good for us at church to be holding Rick in prayer over the week this week coming as he um, concludes his final days with Reach and then he's taking a bit of time just to to take stock before he comes back on the 6th of January ready and raring to go to um, manage us crazy bunch again I'll,
3: I'll, be, I'll be back before the 6th of January or next year I'll be on the 6th of February sorry <laughs> <laughs> attention as to detail see, um, i would love a year off <laughs> that would be super
5: as you can see dates are not my forte this i i couldn't even tell you what day of the week it is i um but yes so rick has taken a few weeks off so we'd really love for you to hold him in prayer that's a really significant time for him and that just really um just really fulfilling for him and really restoring for him as he steps into this new um role and um, as we continue just to focus on the vision as we said we're talking about craigavon we're talking about ireland we're talking about the nation's But what does that look like for us here in in Lurgan, in County Armagh right now? What does this look like, this vision video for us?
6: I suppose for for this year, if we're talking even just looking at 2023, um, one of the things that I'm excited about for us and one of the things we really want to be intentional about is again, around the area of discipleship, how we can really try to create other environments, other touch points. Like we are really excited about Alpha coming up. It's it's gonna be incredible mm-hmm. just having the whole church focus on that. We're excited to be able to use our Sunday nights for that. But the reality is, and it was one of the, the words that was used, I think Gemma spoke it out, but just that pathway to wholeness or pathway to freedom. Freedom is important for us. You know, obviously it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Yeah. Freedom is crucial. And so for us as a church family, what we're saying is we wanna try and create other environments, other touch points that actually throughout the rhythm of a year we can be able to direct or signpost people to. So, even we could have courses that are just specifically focused around freedom. We could have courses that are we have grow. Obviously, we want to continue to develop it around just it's, it's teaching people around just the theology, particularly for new believers and people who want to be embedded in that. Um, and even thinking around like words like deliverance, we want to upskill ourselves and be ready to see people set free, truly set free, and engaging in freedom. And so there are things that we are going to be really intentional about investing and try to change. And so for, for me, for this year, that's a key focus, which I'm really excited about for
2: 23. Yeah, big A is salvation. You know, the, back at the beginning of 2020, I felt the Lord speak to me about, a, could I believe him for a thousand lives? And then... And I was so excited about that and then COVID hit and um, and it, it's kind of never went away. And so Alpha coming up is really, really exciting. The fact that we're doing two yeah. big church Alphas, you know, inspiring everybody to get involved. So um, Salvation Alpha, um, something stirring in me around intercessory prayer. So. Rebuilding our prayer culture is really important because in COVID we weren't able to do those things maybe corporately the way we once did. And so reinventing our prayer culture is really important. Um, Deliverance, seeing people delivered and set free, as Dave said, freedom in Christ. So salvation, prayer, um, deliverance, freedom, those are my things for this year, so...
3: I think um, we are, as you know, we run the, the leadership pathway uh, for the Tobar the churches. There's people from our, our own church here that are involved in that as well. So <laughs> we're about to start into the, the second year of it. It's a two-year program. So still a, a good bit of my time will be given over to that and excited about journeying and tracking um, with um, with those, those people. And I love that. I love that connection that we have broader. So I love the, the connection we have with 24-7. And um, I love Nua. You like getting in that field and uh, us camping together. And just, uh, for me, the highlight of just seeing even my kids interacting and playing and the relationships that were were formed there. And, like, we've the vital guys in the room today. And, like, they are the generation that's going to walk and live into all of this. You know, everything that's happening at um, Tabor, But uh, the, you, you've poured it down. You've the new building. You've all of that. I, like, I, I love that. But I have to say, I'm equally excited about. I keep saying the word space, but the space that we're creating in Lurgan to, for fresh imagination and to to go again, you know, of what does it look like to win this community, um, for Jesus and and almost trying to unpack and and like just go after it again to hear God afresh for what's he what's he saying. So I think I'm really, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about how are we moving people into where god wants them to be people hearing god for themselves and getting empowered that we've women that we've men that are stepping up into the leadership that they're they're called to within the within the church and um, just really excites me so it does
5: great thank you for sharing that and hopefully that has give you a little bit more of a taster of what that video and what our 2030 vision looks like on a on a grassroots level what that looks like for us here in Lurgan and we'll continue to outwork this we'll continue to speak about it we'll continue to teach on it and share it as we as we go forward but we really just want you to be an integral part um of it all and then just before we wind up this section does anyone have any sort of concluding thoughts last um, chance to say anything before um we hand over to phil
3: i think some of the things that we just that you know whenever stuff just doesn't fully fit into the flow and you don't want to you, yeah. you don't want to miss it out we, we want to be a place of sending okay we really want to be a place of sending of how are people from this place going to be supporting um, what Willie and what william fire are doing up in mooranview and in, in shalom the guys over in cara and um, you seen cheryl standing up going we want a resource church in the heart of Ireland. How are people going to go? How are we going to the nations? Yeah. So I think it, th- that's a key part of, of what we're longing to see happen um, amongst us. We've, we've just brought in a, 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 a honouring Heather and all that she's done with our, our kids ministry. We've brought in Sarah as our new uh, kids pastor and for the heart and drive that she's going to bring and uh, reinvigorating um, the support for kids with additional needs. is going to be massive, Um, The worship guides have recorded an album, um, been working really, really hard on that, and that's going to be worked on and released um, this year of new songs coming from our church family here. Um, Robbie and Ryan are uh, doing the the youth alpha in the schools, amazing opportunities there. Signal fires where they've gathered other youth leaders in, initiated this to gather other youth leaders from across the island to worship and pray and call out for revival. They've had one of those, and they have another one coming up um, this year as well. So just some brilliant things that we're not even getting time to scratch the surface of what's going on, and each of them is massive on their own right.
6: Yeah, And to for me to see, hopefully, you know, to see more and more people engaging with the heart and the essence of what we want to be about, you know, to be embedded in the culture, obviously a key part of that is our life groups already more and more people signing up in this new season which is exciting but just it's our heart that more people would be able to engage because the big is in the small to be able to engage in those small pockets of community and this experience of life and then as rick's just said around the sending part the sending to the nations there's lots of conversation not lots sorry that's over dramatizes it there's a few conversations that are happening in the background just as we are trying to plan and to get ready just with some of our mission partners for what lies ahead and how we can get teams released and sent out. Hopefully, um, at some point, we'll be able to release some information about that this year. So, yeah, lots of great things potentially in the pipeline. So, God, please lead us. Holy Spirit, we pray.
5: Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for holding all of us. Before you go, can we stand with these guys and can we pray for them before we hand over to, to Phil? Because... Um, Look, we all play our part in making this vision happen. These guys are leading and taking the charge in that. And so would you put your hand out? Would you extend your hand just as we um, pray for them? God, we want to thank you for for Phil and for Dave and for Rick. God, thank you that um, first, and for, first and foremost, God, that their identity is found in you and you alone. And God, we just pray for uh, just a fresh standing in their sonship. God, that they would know that you are their father, God, and that you um, love them deeply, God, and that everything would flow from that, knowing that they are yours. God, we pray you just bless them abundantly in this season and the next season and years that lie ahead. God, I pray that you would let them be ones that are so attentive to your whisper, to your leading and to your prompting, God. I pray that they would just be pliable in your hands, God, and that they would move where your spirit moves. God, I pray they just continue to be mighty men of your word, God. May they just find a freshness, God, in your word in this season, God. May you continue to give them rest in the busyness of all of this, God. May they be filled till they are overflowing. God, may they not have any lack, God, but may they overflow for you. And God, may that overflow change and transform our church, our church family, this city, this nation, and the nations. God, but you would you bless them abundantly. And again, God, we give you this vision. 2030, God, may it be for you and for your kingdom alone and for your glory, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to hand over to Phil now. He's going to lead us... um, Around the table and give some concluding thoughts. Thanks, Phil.
2: Brilliant. Thanks, Tash. Thank you, Dave and Rick. I got my table. Um, we're just gonna we're gonna break bread shortly. Let me share a few thoughts first, and then uh, um, exciting times. Just lovely, you know. See Steph here and Kate and Tiffany's mom and dad were all in that room the first morning that we met. All strategic um, in the birth of Emmanuel and what it's become and so um, hard to believe here we are in uh, twenty twenty-three talking about vision again, isn't it? The years rattle on. Um our, our, you've heard this in this in the in the video that what our mission statement is, the very fact that you know we're called to, to plant, we're called to build, we're called to um, not just in Craig Evan, but in the in the nations, which is really important. Um, I want to just, our new series is coming, where Dave started last week, did a great job. We're really excited about running with this right through to Easter. But let me unpack this verse a little bit just for a few minutes, and then we're going to come around the table to remember the Lord. Paul writes to the church at Philippi, he says, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And then he says this, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It's one of my many favorite verses, and it's one of my many favorite verses because I begin to realize that when I... Um, screw things up a little bit, that God who began the work is going to see it through to completion. When I feel and when I fall, um, the, the idea of quick repentance is a really important thing. That's what made David a man after God's own heart. He committed murder. He committed adultery, but he was called a man after God's own heart because he knew how to fix it quick. And the way to fix it quick is to realize that he who began the work anew will complete it. And when we put ourselves into his hands, something happens. I read this story um, uh, this a couple of weeks ago about this guy, William Swenson. He was awarded a Medal of Honor. You can see him being given it here by the President of the United States then. And what happened was on September 2009, Swenson was part of an operation to connect the Afghan government with native elders in in Afghanistan. And according to the U.S. Army's detailed narrative on the event, he was part of a 106-man column, entered the valley, and they were ambushed by 60 fighters who soon surrounded the column on three sides. And um, within an hour... The communication to the front of the column was broke. And meanwhile, this guy, Swenson, who initially was positioned at the rear of the column, called for air support. And with two comrades, he crossed 50 meters. There's a little YouTube video on this, if you watch, it's very, very powerful. The helicopter pilot had a GoPro um, camera, and he videoed this guy in action. It's really interesting to watch. He crossed 50 meters of open space under direct enemy fire, to administer life, um, extending first aid to his severely wounded colleagues, one being his sergeant. And um, it says that he responded, but the demands um, were, were, were great and the casualties were much. And Swenson and his comrades, I'm quoting this, moved his sergeant and other wounded to a helicopter for medical evacuation before returning to the enemy's kill zone time and time again. Returning even more deeply through this kill zone, he brought many of his colleagues to the, to the chopper. And finally, Swenson, small contingent, recovered the four fallen U.S. servicemen, and um, this battle went on for six to seven hours, and um, one of the medics, uh, as I say, had a GoPro camera on his helmet, he recorded the whole thing, and upon rescuing his sergeant, who was called Kenneth Westbrook, who actually died later on of his injuries, um, returning from Afghanistan. This is a photograph that went around the world. When Swenson got his sergeant to the helicopter, um, severely wounded, and as he said, would later die of these wounds, he kissed him on the forehead. And this photograph has went viral. And uh, I I read that story and I asked myself, where do people like this come from? What inspires people to do that? What creates such emotion and love for another that you'd put your own self at risk and kiss someone on the forehead as a result? And the key point is he just realized they were in danger. He just realized they were in danger. And that's why we can't stay here. There are thousands of people in our community who are in danger. There are thousands of people who are in danger of their very lives. And we have the antidote. And and we, like Caleb of old, who was over 80 years of age, would coin this well-known phrase, we are well-able. We have got a great church. We have got a great church, both in Lurgan and Portadown. Cara is a great church. Shalom is a great church, a great movement in the heart of North Lurgan, very small at the moment, but in the heart of a community that desperately needs Jesus. And we are well-able. And Caleb made this comment and in, 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 in conjunction with um, giants. And so what I'd love us to do this morning, I'd love us as we come around the table, maybe the band would come up, I'd love us to, to do three things. I'd love us to think about three things. There's this great verse in Ephesians 3.20, it's probably my all-time favorite. I know of many favorites, but this has been my lifelong verse Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. That's the God we serve. And it's not anything in us. It's according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church. Here's what I want to say to you this morning. Be confident of this. Be confident of this. He who begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion if we put ourselves in the hands of God and we stop trying to figure it out ourselves. And here's what I'd love you to do just as we come to communion. I'd love you to think of three things. I'd love you to think just as you come to remember the Lord this morning, what is it in your life that needs retained? What is it that needs retained? What is it, maybe, maybe it just needs readjusted. Maybe there's something in your life just needs a bit of readjustment. It's okay but it's not 100% and you'd love just to put it into some kind of um, conformity and into some kind of life rhythm. And then I'd love you to think about what needs released. What is it that probably is best not going with you any further in 2023? I said a few weeks ago that while loads of things are permissible, not everything's beneficial. Just because they're permissible doesn't mean they're beneficial. Like it's okay watching box sets all the time, like seven nights a week. You know, it's probably quite permissible. It's just not that beneficial. And, um, and so what is it that needs to be released? What could you give yourself this year to help fulfill the vision within you? And then I'd love you to think about what needs remembered. What needs remembered? And in conjunction with that, what I'd love you to do, I would love you to take a little trip down memory lane and and think about who you are in Christ. I'd love you to think about all the times he has answered prayers in your life. Because we're awful good at remembering all the bad things. And sometimes we forget to count our many blessings and name them one by one, as we used to sing. And I'd love to remember who you are in Christ. This is why Paul, in Colossians 1:26, says, It's Christ in me. It's the mystery that's been hidden for ages. He says, Now has been revealed to the church. What is that mystery? Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's the mystery. So I'd love us to come. Um, The guys are going to come and serve at the tables. And um, there's two tables at the front, there's two tables at the back. And, and I'd love you, um, the guys are going to sing, When I Survey the wonders Cross, not right? Um, when I Survey. What a way to do. Think about what needs retained. What, what's a good practice in your life that just needs refocused? What needs to go? What needs to be left behind in the wake of 2023? And what about remembering who you are in Christ as you come to do this? The Bible says, let a man, woman examine themselves and then come. I need at the table let's do that and then i'll come back and close us and for our two tables at the front two tables at the back let's remember the word together mm-hmm. of our time is gone, but I just think it would be remiss of us just to miss this opportunity to remember some of the things that God has spoken to you, maybe not even in the past year, but maybe even in the past years, maybe some of it that has gone by the wayside or you've thought maybe um, hasn't happened, and and the Bible talks about for such a time As this, I love Hosea 6. He says, let us press on to know the Lord. Let us press on to know the Lord. And I'd love, just as we sing the last couple of verses of this, I'd love if if you'd really love to come and stand at the front. There's room at the front. And just reaffirm that promise of God. Reaffirm. Just say, I'm in. I'm in this year. I'm in, God. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to give it all to you. If this is your year, if this is your time, then I'd love you to come and just as a, a, an, a an act of acknowledgement to God, just up at the altar, maybe if we pull that table over to the side, that would be great. Um, uh, and, and that one too. And let, let's do that. Let's move. And then we'll, we'll do this quickly. And then we'll release um, parents to go for their kids. But just as we sing these next couple of verses, let's... Um, Let's respond. Let's say, God, I'm going with you this year. Let's do that. amazing, so divine, demands my life, my soul, my all. Father, this year we retain what needs to be retained. We refocus our lives, God, to give you the best, to give you not the drags or the the leftovers, but to give you the best Lord, we refocus to do that. Lord, we release what needs to be released this year. We say that's not coming with us anymore. We're leaving that behind. For some in the room, it may be um, an addiction. God, we just pray for power and authority and freedom over that this year in the name of Jesus. And for those in the room that are standing right now that Remember a word that you spoke to them in times past. And maybe it's got a little bit cloudy. Maybe it's got a little bit disjointed. Things haven't turned out the way you thought they would. But um, you've remembered the word. God, may you bring that to birth this year, we pray. May you tune that and turn it, Father, for your glory and for your good, Father. And Lord, as we run into this year, as we carry that anointing, may we be the participators, not the consumers, but the participators in the gospel to tell others of your glory and of your story. You know, in 1959, in 1959, Mercedes-Benz started to do the stupidest thing in the world. Everybody actually thought it was crazy they started driving their cars at high speed into concrete walls. And what they were doing was they developed the, what we now know as the airbag, 1959. And the top engineers of Mercedes-Benz then did a, a crazy thing. They called every other every other car manufacturer in the world, and they offered their technology to every other car manufacturer. Free of charge. Cost them millions and millions of pounds to bring this to bear. And on a national TV program, one of the chief engineers who um, was part and parcel of developing this airbag was asked the question: why did you give it away? It could have put every other car business out of business. It could have put you in the map, it could have made you millions, billions. Why did you give it away free? And they said, the guy said this. He said, just some things are too important not to share. Some things are too important not to share. And he went on to say, this could save millions and millions of lives. So why would we keep it to ourselves? Folks, there are some things just too important to share, not to share. That's why the shepherds on those hills at night run to tell everybody because some things are just too important not to share. So God, I pray that as we leave this place of vision today, may we be the participators and the sharers of the gospel, because some things are just too important not to share. In Jesus name.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that we do, please visit our website at emmanuel-church.co.uk.